0: As a leader of your company, as an entrepreneur, you no longer have the option of whether or not you do storytelling. I think in 2022, it is imperative because there's so much noise and the only thing that gets through the noise is storytelling.
1: Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your business? Then welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Helping home professionals and luxury brands accelerate their success with proven marketing strategies and expert industry practices. Now, here's your host, Darla Powell. Hey there, welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, the Grand High Poopah of all things Wingnut, Darla Powell. And today we're joined by Jude Charles, who is a videographer, and he is going to walk us through how to effectively enable storytelling in your video for your website, your social media, your YouTube channel, etc. How to do it effectively and how important it's going to be for your marketing. But before we get into that, I have some housekeeping again. Make sure that you join us this March 24th at 11 a.m. for our second in our Wingnut webinar series with Stacy Martin on how to do design presentations in such a way that you get a 95% approval rating from your clients. No pushback, no, eh, well, can we redo this? Uh, no revisions. At least, she says, for 95% of her clients. She was on episode 250. Go and check that out. It is mind-blowing, and it will change your life and change your business in the way that you do design presentations. For more information, go to wingnutsocial.com. .com/webinar if you can't make it on March the 24th at 11am register anyway so you can catch the replay that's wingnutsocial.com/webinar Also, guess what's coming up the pike, down the pike, however you say that? Wingnut Academy. Stay tuned. Head on over to wingnutsocial.com and sign up for the notifications on when that is launching. Our first course is Instagram for interior designers, a beginner's Instagram, so you're not intimidated. It's going to walk you through everything from setup to strategy to implementation, recommendations on what to post. If you're not ready to delegate your social media management or if you're not ready to hire a firm, because that can be an expensive investment, you'll be able to just go take a course, get all the deets, get educated on how to do it your damn self. Again, head on over to wingnetsocial.com and just scroll down there and you'll see sign up for updates to wingnet webinar. Hopefully that sign up still works. Active campaign has been kind of an ass. (laughs) We've had some technical glitches, but uh, wingnutsocial.com. And that should be launching uh, sometime in May, beta testers. And we're going to actually be giving out some scholarships too for the beta testing for that sometime in uh, May. Head on over to our Instagram channel, wingnutsocial, and uh, stay tuned for those updates. We're going to have three or four lucky interior designers who are going to get that course for free. All right, before I get into my interview with Jude Charles, all about video storytelling for entrepreneurs, y'all know what time it is. time for mini news, mini news sesh. Yeah. Hey, Emily Lisi, welcome back to the mini news. Today, we're talking about something that's been all over the Facebook groups and the interior design chats. And that is visual powered AI for shopping on Instagram and Facebook. And you have the latest on this. What you got?
2: Yeah, so this is actually something that Meta started testing mid last year in 2021, but yeah, we've seen some people talking about it's creating a little bit of buzz and we just want to make sure everybody knows what it is, what it means and to know not to panic. (laughs) This is what Meta calls Instagram's visual discovery tool. So they started testing it on Instagram and we're seeing it being tested on Facebook as well and
1: for the uninitiated meta is now facebook's uh, parent corporation name they changed it to meta
2: so they put out a statement last year around mid mid last year 2021 they said this year we'll start testing a new visual search powered by AI, that's artificial intelligence. Visual search helps people find similar products like floral print dresses just by tapping on an image of a dress they like. In the future, they want to make it possible for people to take photos from their camera to start a visual search as well. So basically, what this means for you as a designer is your design pictures are going to become shoppable, whether you like it or not. Yeah, like I said, don't panic. There are ways to kind of work around this, and it's not the end of the world, They basically want to make visual search and mobile shopping easier for users. So yeah, this is a good thing for businesses like retail brands or smaller retail brands, but not necessarily for designers. So...
1: Okay, why shouldn't we panic? What are some of the workarounds?
2: Some of the workarounds would be always be educating your audience. Education is always something you should be integrating some way, somehow into your content. But now is a good time to really start amping that up through your captions, through the videos you post. Just talk about the value that you as a designer bring to your audience, why they shouldn't be investing in cheap products that Instagram and Facebook might be recommending to them, things like that. Okay. And another thing would be use this as an opportunity to use more video and reels because right now this tool is only being used on still image photos. So if you wanna totally avoid having your post be shoppable, use video. So
1: this is the wave of the future, right? Everybody's doing this. YouTube's doing this, Facebook, Instagram, Howl's, Pinterest. This, there is no getting around this, and there's not going to be any future social media channels that are widely accepted who aren't going to do this either, because at the end of the day, they need to make money right? For users to use the platforms. That being said, your suggestions were terrific. Use more video really put emphasis on that. But would you discourage an interior designer from posting to their feed overall? I think that would be more detrimental than having maybe your random one off person finding something in an image and shopping it. What do you think?
2: Absolutely. So it is about weighing the pros and cons. And definitely the pros still outweigh the cons of posting your images. So just think, if you're not posting your your designs, no one's going to see them anyway. So you're hindering your exposure if you're not posting your photos, your designs. So really, in the end, it's still super, super, super worthwhile to be posting your photos.
1: I'll bet you they're not shoppable if you boost them. (laughs) <laughs> or if you put like $5 behind it, that'd be right. kind of interesting. That's mm-hmm. a way to, to proof them. But of course, then you're also playing into the machine. A lot to digest there. Mm-hmm. It's just the nature of the beast. The metaverse uh, meta is the, the wave of the future, the way of the future. The more you know, right? <laughs> the more you know. All right. Thanks again, Emily. We'll see you next time.
2: Yep. Thank you, too. Many new sash.
1: Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Emily Lisi. All right. Now, let me tell you about Jude Charles. For over 15 years, Jude Charles has been producing documentaries for purpose-driven entrepreneurs. He has produced stories for Google, Steve Harvey, and dozens of visionary CEOs. Jude's mission is to lead and empower entrepreneurs to have relentless, unwavering courage. Jude is the author of Dramatic Demonstration. This book is a roadmap that teaches you how to dig deep, to find the compelling stories that no one else knows, and then leverage those stories to grow your business. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Jude Charles to the show. Hey there, Jude Charles. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. How the hell are you?
0: I am doing well, Darla. Thank you for having me. uh, I've been looking forward to this interview. I've heard a a lot about you (laughs) from our good friend, Luann. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to having fun uh, through a meaningful conversation today with you.
1: And of course, you're referring to Luann Nagara of a well-designed business podcast. She is a good friend of mine. She sent over an email saying, hey, I have this amazing guest for you. We have him on the show. And I'm like, Yeah. That's just a yes. I don't, you know, she just said anything. I, I whatever Luann wants, Luann gets. But you have been on her show four times, so welcome to your first episode of Winged <laughs> Social. And uh, today we're talking all about video storytelling for entrepreneurs. And uh, I love this subject so much. It ties in with marketing, and it ties in especially with social media marketing. Is uh, the whole storytelling, even through video, of course, which is you know the most impactful, I think. But in general. So before we dive in to this conversation, just tell me a little bit about your your background, what makes you an expert in this space, and then we'll get started.
0: 2006, I sat in a TV production classroom at 17 years old, and the teacher, Mrs. Donnelly, taught me everything she knew about video production. She decided at the end of that year to ask me to come to the front of the classroom, and she said, Jude, you're really, really talented at this. I think you should start a business. Now, remember, I said I'm 17 years old, I'm in high school, have no idea what it means to run a business. I am the youngest of 10 children. No one in my family are entrepreneurs. My father worked at a construction company. My mother worked at a chair factory. And the following day, I didn't tell her yes or no, but the following day, she came to the classroom, handed me a yellow envelope, and inside of the yellow envelope was my first set of business cards. Today, as we're recording this, I am 33 years old. And for the last 15, almost 16 years, I have dedicated my life to helping entrepreneurs tell their stories. So when you ask, how did I get here? Or like, you know, what makes me the expert? It is the one thing I have done every single day when I get up in the morning. It is help entrepreneurs bring their stories to life because stories aren't just how we connect as people and human beings, but story is what differentiates you from someone else, from your competitor. And that's what makes me the expert. I've literally focused on that for the last 16 years.
1: I love that. I love that you said that the, your story is what differentiates you from your competitor. That's part of your positioning in, in your space, which is what would make an ideal client, your ideal client or someone that resonates you pick up the phone and call your business to work with you is getting that story out getting that that personality out i remember when i first started my interior design business i sat down with nicole heimer of curio electro at the time they've now rebranded to glorian brand and she was like what makes you different <laughs> and i had a hard time at the time that was almost 5 years ago now not realizing that everybody has their own individual unique story and brings something different to the table and it's so important so important with marketing your design business, especially now with all the focus and the emphasis being on video. So let's dive into the creation of that. Designers, architects, a lot of people out there with a business listening are super intimidated by doing video, doing video, doing storytelling. So how do they get started in just just getting in there and getting into the practice and the habit of starting to tell that story? What Where do they start?
0: I think the first place to start is understanding that you have three different stories that you can share at any point. So the first story is the origin story. We're very familiar with that, right? Like that's when someone asks you, how did you get into business? How are you doing this today? Like I know a little bit about you, darling. You started as an interior designer first mm-hmm. and then went into running the marketing agency, the social media marketing agency. Right. So that's a part of your origin story. The other, the second story is the, what I call transformational story. And that's, what we're used to with testimonials or even in the interior design industry, you're used to the before, what the house looked like before and then what it looked like after. Mm -hmm. But I like to think about what does life look like after? So if you're working with a client and you help them remodel their house, what happened to their life after? Do they have children now that enjoy the space that they live in? Are they able to come home and feel like this is a great place to come home to after work? Like what does it mean to them? So that's the second one. That, that's also like the other way you could put that is there. It's case studies, right? Right. But I think the third way is why. Why are you doing the work that you're doing? Why you? Mm-hmm. Because that's the number one question anyone is when they're thinking about working with you, hiring your company. Why should I choose you versus any and every other option available to me? Yep. All three of those things, the origin story, the why story or the transformational story They're important that you can use in every day of your business, whether it's on social media. Let's say you're posting on Instagram once a day. Those are three stories you can continue to repeat over and over and over again. It's intimidating for sure. Yeah. If you know what your story is and you rehearse it, that makes it easier. So you're not fudging around with trying to figure out how do I tell this story? Now you've rehearsed it. Mm -hmm. But the second thing is then you document yourself telling that story. Right. It doesn't mean you have to use it right away but you're rehearsing how you want to tell it. And then maybe you look at it and you say, you know what? I didn't like that. I told it that way. Let me try to tell it a different way. I have been a guest on, I think you are podcast number seventy-one, seventy-two, And one thing that I do is I go back and listen to the stories that I tell. Even me, an expert that has been doing this for 20 plus years, studying storytelling for 20 plus years, I still go back and listen and think about a different way. I may want to tell that story. So it connects better. I think that is how you make it less intimidating is you rehearse it in the same way that you had to rehearse and learn how to do interior design or learn how to create blueprints for a building. Mm -hmm. It's the same way you do that with video storytelling. But the key is, and I say this to everyone that I ever talked to, as a leader of your company, as an entrepreneur, you no longer have the option of whether or not you do storytelling. (laughs) I think in 2022... It is imperative because there's so much noise, and the only thing that gets through the noise is storytelling.
1: Amen.
0: You can use it in so many other parts of your business as well.
1: I want to dive in a little bit deeper here as far as implementation and getting started with that. But uh, because you just said that, we have a lot of interior design clients at WingNet Social. And uh, one of our clients that's going gangbusters right now, like I'm telling you, viral, all our clients do really well. But this client, since December, they had 4000 followers, and now they have almost 20. And we're recording this in March. And the reason for that, um, mainly, is that they are doing amazing storytelling on video. They are doing the reels, they're doing the storytelling, they're doing it. And to your point, it is imperative, it is super impactful, and it makes a huge difference. Okay, so now I'm going back to your, you're telling the story, you're doing the origin story, you're doing the testimonials, which I love because it's really telling how you're helping the client the person who's the hero in the story right so are you saying when you're sitting and you're rehearsing and you're telling the story that you're a talking head into the camera because i know that you're you work on like behind the scenes documentaries to to tell in-depth stories what does that look like for us
0: so i have a process called dramatic demonstration of proof okay and there are 5 different demonstrations so there's behind the scenes live illustration social proof, transformation, and unique mechanism. I'll go through each one, but you're absolutely correct. It's not enough to just tell your story by sitting in front of the camera talking. Right. In my opinion, that's boring. (laughs) Yeah. The way that you make it interesting and you make it exciting is that you bring in these five elements that I just mentioned. So what are the five elements? Behind the scenes. The way I like to put behind the scenes is kind of like what actually happens when no one's looking. As interior designers as architects, we're used to presenting the finished product. But what is it that happens as you're sourcing materials? What happens during that process? How are you sourcing the materials? What are you thinking about as you're sourcing the materials? So that's behind the scenes. It's giving me a view into what's happening when no one's looking. Mm -hmm. Live illustration is how do you illustrate a point that someone may not understand. So for example, I've worked with an interior designer, his name was William. And one of his designers, while I was interviewing her, she said, construction is like a puzzle. And she said, we're just trying to fit all the right pieces in place in order to make sure that the client gets what they're happy with. And it was a light bulb moment for me because I was like, okay, construction is like a puzzle. Hey, William, can we get a big puzzle and see the team putting a puzzle together? <laughs> because rather than just saying the words and you're seeing this this designer sitting on camera saying construction is like a puzzle, Now you're getting the live illustration of the team working on a puzzle together. And then you see the finished product and the finished product. We ended up, the puzzle we ended up getting was a project they actually finished. Oh, okay, cool. And so you see the final home (laughs) in the puzzle.
1: (laughs) Nice touch. I like that. Very artsy-fartsy, yeah.
0: (laughs) Social proof, I talked a little bit about that already, testimonials and going into that person's life and seeing how life has changed. So that's simple. Unique mechanism is very different. If you're the leader of the company, what is it about you, your characteristic that makes you unique that someone else can't copy? So for example, with me in my business, I like to go really, really deep with my clients. So I only work with five clients a year in video production. I do more with consulting, but in video production, I only work with five clients a year. And I like to go really, really deep. It's not even about the video production. It's me understanding who they are on a deep level. So who are you when you're not working? Who are you when, when no one's looking? I tell the story often of uh, if I'm in a, in a Starbucks and it's just me and you, Darla, and the only other person in the store is the, the cashier, but the cashier is in the back, and me and you find a wallet on the floor, I pick up the wallet, what I do next with that wallet determines who I am, right? So if I decide to take the cash out and then tell the cashier, hey, somebody forgot their wallet, now you're looking at me differently. If I just hand over the wallet without even looking at it, again, you look at me differently. So, that's a unique mechanism is what is it that's just very, very different about you that we can capture on camera that will help someone feel like they know you before they've ever met you. And then the last one, transformation, before and after, but again, life after. So, the social proof is just the client talking about you know, the experience and how great you are, but transformation is life after after. There's a great story that I like to tell with fitness in the fitness industry. We're used to befores and afters, people losing weight. Well, I, there's this fitness instructor who got a picture from her client. And the picture was of a plane, an empty plane. And in the text message, a client says, this is the first time I'm going on a plane and I don't have to ask for a seatbelt extension. She's in her 40s. and all of her life, she's had to ask for a seatbelt extension anytime she's had to travel. But now this is life after. It wasn't just about losing the weight. It wasn't just about fitting into a good pair of jeans. It is saving herself from the embarrassment or whatever feeling that she was feeling, the anxiety from having to ask for a seatbelt extension.
1: Right. And so in the interior design space, that can be before, you know, I had a cramped kitchen, I couldn't make meals uh, comfortably for my family, or, you know, this was broken, or that wasn't working. And now our life is so much better. I love that so much. So tell me, Jude, how important is relatability when you're putting out video content, a lot of clients come to us and they're like, really, I want to do video, but I'm not, in. nobody's going to find this interesting. Nobody, you know, nobody's going to be interested in me picking out paint colors or fabric swatches or behind the scenes. And they don't realize that people really do love that. Can you speak to that?
0: Yeah, I think we take for granted the stories that we have that are unique and that are interesting to other people. So, for example, I tell the story of Mrs. Donnelly giving me my first set of business cards. For years, I didn't tell that story. I thought there was nothing special about that. Like I was in high school. Sure, she helped me start my business, but nothing special about that. What helps to debunk that idea of no one cares is you tell the story. And that's why I go back to rehearsing, right? So, I begin to tell the story of Mrs. Donnelly giving me my first set of business cards. And I realized how people would lean in, and they'd ask more questions. And I'm like, oh, this, is, this might actually be an interesting story to people. I think with interior designers, it's the same way. It's not just about you designing a home. It's not just about you picking out colors or what is it that makes you different? How are you able to do what you're doing, right? So for example, if an interior designer grew up being a person that likes to paint and they're able to understand at an early age how putting col- certain colors together actually makes them feel because that's important too, right? Like, it's not just, again, picking colors, Is how does the color make you feel? How does that space make you feel when you walk? I mean, you talked about walking into a cramped kitchen, right? Like, if it's a cramped kitchen, you don't have any space. Like, do you really want to cook in that moment? Like, you don't really feel at ease, right? But there's things, moments in your life, and it's important that I say this, storytelling is all about just a moment, a specific moment in time. That's it. We've confused storytelling over the years. A lot of experts out there talk about what a story is, is a very specific moment in time. And so there's, there are these specific moments in time that have led you to where you are today, that have impacted and influenced how you are a great designer or how you've become a great designer. And I think it's important that even if you take it for granted, you think it's, oh, no one cares about that. Prove yourself right or wrong, put it out there. <laughs>
1: prove yourself wrong yeah everybody does care about i can't tell you how many times i've had designers say i can't believe i did a video and i can't believe how many views how many likes i got oh my god you guys were so right i'm like yeah duh (laughs) Exactly. if you need help with your search engine optimization for your interior design firm look no further than wingnutsocial.com. Yes, we also have search engine optimization services. And one of our most popular is the, what used to be known as Google My Business is now Google Business Profile. And it is one of the best kept secrets in all of Googledom and is super important as part of your marketing strategy to attract local clients. If you're an interior designer and you really rely on local traffic, picking up the phone and calling you for services, if you don't have your Google Business Profile set up and optimized, you're we're leaving so much money on the table and the competitors that do have that set up are getting the clients ahead of you. I am here to tell you. If you want to find out more information about our search engine optimization services, on page, off page, Google business, you name it, head on over to wingnutsocial.com and check out our services. That's wingnutsocial.com. If I'm sitting out there in the audience, I'm an interior designer, and I'm listening to this. This sounds really good. I'm going to tell the story. I'm going, to, but I'm overwhelmed. I don't. I don't have the right equipment. I don't have a camera. I don't have. I don't really have a staff to help me take this. I just. W- what is the very first step? What would you recommend they start with filming to post on their social?
0: First thing is everyone has the right equipment today. The right equipment is your cell phone. Start there. So ironically, I went to my barber yesterday. And uh, my barber is coming out with a new line of beard oil. And he was asking me for ideas on how he could, you know, create content for that. And he was just like, yeah, he should have a camera following him around. And I'm like, stop making it complicated. Start with your, take a picture today of the beard oil that you want to sell. You've already gone through the whole process of putting it together. Do a pre-launch, a pre-order. Take a picture, post it on Instagram and tell people this is available for pre-order. DM me if you want to buy. Because the other thing was he wanted to create a website. He wanted to do all these things. Just eliminate all of that. Do it today. So you have a camera phone in your hands, whether it's an iPhone or Android, they all have great cameras today. Start with that. And I would even suggest starting with taking pictures, not video initially. Now, why I say that is because you want to eliminate the confusion of, oh, I didn't get the right framing or... Again, there's so much that people think about. I just want you to get into the habit of creating content. Then the second thing... I think is as you're creating the content, let's say you're starting with pictures, record every phone has a video, a uh, audio recorder on there, record yourself telling the story. So like uh, I've been on a podcast where doula, she talked about how she went to, she has this uh, kit that she goes to her clients with. And in the bag is this white noise machine. And the white noise machine, she calls it the whisper sound for babies. And so, it helps babies sleep at night, right? And obviously, you first have a baby, that's that's the biggest problem is whether or not they go to sleep, right? Adjusting to life. Well, she left the white noise machine with her client one night, came back the next day and she was like, by the time she came back the next day, the, the, the husband and wife just about kissed her on the lips. They were so happy because the baby was finally going to sleep. The baby wasn't sleeping before and now it was going to sleep. And I and so now she has to go back and buy this white noise machine because the parents wouldn't allow her to leave with it. They wanted to keep the white noise machine. They paid her $50 for it. So now she has to go buy another one. Well, I said the, time, the next time you go to buy another one, you could document yourself going to buy it or you could just take the picture of you in the store buying it and tell that same exact story you just told me about how the family felt. Small things like that, again, that we take for granted that we think, oh, that's, it's just a white noise machine or it's the way I drew out the plan for the, for the client, or it's it means nothing that I went to this vendor to look at different products for my client. No, it's all a part of the journey. It's all a part of the story. Your clients aren't aware of all the things you have to do to get their project completed. The way that you educate them is you make it entertaining through a story, through the camera that you have in your hand. Let's, let's take it a step back. Even if you don't post it on social media, the fact that you have it and you've documented and you send it as an update to your client, that now changes the game and it makes them trust you more. You're keeping them a part of the journey, even if they're not there with you.
1: I'm glad that she said that. So you have to think about it, not only from a perspective of, will it be entertaining to new followers coming over to your social, but how... Is this going to be received by a client or a potential client? Think of them from the aspect of they want to pull the trigger to hire you from a personality standpoint. So it is important to them to see these steps that you're making in the business, even though it might feel redundant or boring to you (laughs) because you've done it a trillion, gazillion times. Potential clients love this. I can't tell you how many times someone hired Darla Powell Interiors when I was doing full time interior design just from little crappy videos (laughs) of me doing just basic stuff that I thought was not impactful at all. So yeah, don't sell yourself short.
0: Don't overthink it. You do this every day already. Create the content. Create the content so that people are able to understand what it is that you do and appreciate the value that you create. What you do may be different from the next interior designer because of your systems, your processes, or how you go about doing something. And so again that's what that if, if you talk about like how do you get started literally today what are you doing at work today just turn on the camera take a picture of what you're doing at work or or if you feel comfortable then yes start to take videos of what you're doing but it doesn't have to be perfect at all it doesn't have to be perfect you just need to have the documentation if you have the documentation there's a lot of tips and tricks that can be done in editing but you need the documentation i can't i can't create something that's not there you can't create something that's not there but if we have it documented that makes it real and that's why i call it a dramatic demonstration of proof because the proof is in seeing seeing is believing hearing something said 1000 times is not as powerful as seeing it once and so if you see it people will believe it
1: it doesn't have to be perfect especially on social but let's talk about just for a second youtube video cuz though youtube videos are generally more polished higher production value are there Any different tips that you would recommend for interior designers wanting to get that same kind of exposure on YouTube, or are we pretty much the same?
0: Somewhat of the same. I think the presentation changes. And what I mean by that is, uh, let's take case studies, for example. I think case studies are really powerful on YouTube. What I would do differently with case studies is you're walking someone through every part of the journey. So, for example, I have case studies that um, I have this three-part process in my business, dramatic clarity, dramatic demonstration, and dramatic leverage. In my case study, I start with dramatic clarity and that's road mapping. I'm going through this deep day with the client. I'm learning everything about them. Then I'm taking the information that I learned in road mapping and creating the dramatic demonstration. Well, the case study video walks you through that. It walks you through, okay, let's say uh, one of the client's core values was integrity. Well, how did I bring the word integrity to life? Because integrity means many different things to, to different people. So case study videos, I think you walk. People that may want to become your client, you walk them through the step of what it was like to work with another client, but literally step by step, you take them on the journey. Here's where we first met. Here's what they were thinking. Here's how it might have changed over time. The vision changed over time, and I helped them do that. And then here's the final result and how life has changed. You walk them through the entire journey. It's a little bit more polished, but how you're able to do that is because you've documented it all along as you were doing it that's what I would do different from YouTube. Whereas you may post every time you're documenting, you may post that on Instagram. With YouTube, I'd create the longer three to five minute video showing the entire process because then you can take that YouTube video and include it in the email when someone reaches out to, when a lead reaches out to you, include that case study video in an email. And now it's created more depth, right? It's not just I use it on social for TikTok or Instagram. But now I have something that becomes a sales tool later on. So that's how I would use YouTube a little bit differently is just creating the longer story. People are more apt to wanting to sit through a longer video through in YouTube yeah, versus Instagram, which might be 60 seconds or TikTok, which might be shorter. They're used to doing that with YouTube. And so that's how I would do it different.
1: Okay, cool. Any tips for getting those video testimonials from clients? <laughs> I know that can be hard sometimes.
0: So, for me, one thing I did, I didn't always get testimonials in the beginning. One thing I did that I still do to this day is that I make it a part of the contract in the very beginning.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: I tell the client, hey, I already know I'm going to do such a great job for you. But a part of our process in working together is to document that journey and to get an idea. So, how I do it differently is that I get a testimonial at each milestone. So, right after road mapping, which is the first milestone, dramatic clarity. I get a testimony about what it's, okay, you had a great experience. Tell me about that. While they're already in the moment, they're feeling great. So for interior designers, I would get it after first consultation. If you got an idea that they might want to work with you and they're going to move forward, even before they sign the contract, I'd say, well, just give me a quick testimony. How did I do? Or what's going through your mind? Because it feels like I gave you a lot of ideas and now you're excited. I just want to capture that in the moment. (laughs) That's how I would do it, right? You just make it a part of your process. So that way, the next time when the project is finished or another milestone that you may reach, they're more willing to do it, especially because if you do it the first time, you're just doing it after the first, first consultation, you're just doing it on your phone, you take away the big idea that this is a big production. I run a video production company, and I still record testimonials on my iPhone. I just want to make <laughs> that clear.
1: There you go. You heard it. For everybody who thinks they need a huge studio or are hu- intimidated by it, just just whip out that phone.
0: It works. It works. And that's why I said, you have it in your hands. Of course. Can we make it look more polished? Can we do all these things? Yes. But I think you grow to that level.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like Luann is now.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Like Luann is now. Yeah, exactly. Luann has grown to that level where we're working on a docuseries together now, but she started with her podcast and she started with documenting her journey. She started with, she's now celebrating six years in her podcast podcast.
1: Yeah, congrats. This That's part, amazing. Yeah. That's She's the GOAT. She's the one that got me started in this, by <laughs> the way. Thank you, Luann. If you're listening and you haven't heard me uh, say that story, yeah, she's, she's the best.
0: We've talked about pictures. We've talked about video. But the other part is audio.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
0: Audio still allows the person listening to it to understand and feel what your clients feel. So again, if you're not comfortable with asking your clients for a video or if your client doesn't want to do a video, let's say for whatever reason, they may not be made up or whatever. Well, then say, hey, I've got an audio recorder. Do you mind just at least telling me through audio what you think? At the end of the day, I think it makes sure that you're able to capture this for future marketing, whether it's on social media on social media, if you're gonna, you can still use the audio. You may put other images behind it, but yeah. you can still use the audio. And now it's it's a real person giving a real testimonial.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea too. And all phones have those little audio recorders too, don't they? Like a little. Yeah, I, I never used it, but yeah, I know they have them. Yeah,
0: it's a dramatic demonstration of proof. Nowadays, we have more than enough technology to make these things happen. I come on podcast today not to for you to hire me, but for you to understand that it's possible. That's why I say I want to talk about it from every angle, video, audio, pictures. It's more than possible for you to do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. You have it in your hands. Use it.
1: Don't worry about in our industry, we get really hung up on our appearance and how we look at any given time. Not to worry about that so much because the at the end of the day, you are the person that's going to that client's home. <laughs> you know, you you are you. You are how you look, you know, warts and all. So don't be shy about that. Just own it, get out there
0: and be on video. When someone sees you at your most authentic self, they're more willing to work with you cuz now you've gotten their guards down as you're this polished person and mm-hmm. you're just a real person. And if they feel like you're a real person that I've gotten to know through video or whatever it is that you're posting, they're more likely to work with you cuz now they've gotten to know who you are. Like what you have to say and what you stand for. And now they trust, okay, she or he is the one to bring me to the end of this journey that I'm looking for. Bring me to the promised land that I'm looking (laughs) for.
1: Awesome. Great advice. Jude Charles, now I have to ask you, are you ready for the What Up Wingnut round?
0: (laughs) Let's do it. Yes, I'm ready for it. Now it's time for What Up Wingnut.
1: What would the hashtag on your tombstone be?
0: Hashtag anything is possible.
1: Oh, I like that. That's very uplifting. You're stuck on a deserted island, but you can have your one favorite food forever. What's it going to be?
0: Mangoes. So I live in South Florida and it is the one fruit that I love to eat, especially in the summer. So mangoes would have to be. it.
1: Mango. Okay. You know, there could be mangoes already on the island. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last but not least, please recommend a book that has had a profound impact on you either personally or professionally.
0: I'm gonna recommend two books. One that's had a profound effect on me personally, and then another one professionally. So, I'll start with professionally. I recently read this book called Hot Seat, and it is by Jeff Immelt. He was the CEO of General Electric. He took over September 10th, 2001. September 11th was the next day. He walks you through that journey of running General Electric through that time. Amazing, amazing book. The second book is Not Fade Away by Peter Barton. He was diagnosed with cancer, and he walks through this journey of rediscovering life right before his death. And it changed the way that I viewed living a great life. He was well accomplished in his career, but life meant something different to him when he got diagnosed. And so, it changed my view of that. Those two books, I think in the times that we're in after the pandemic, as we're recording this, there's a war going on. It is... Important to understand the meaning of life, but also to understand how to get through hard times because I think we're all going through hard times. I haven't talked about it, but normally I talk about how I, I am still going through burnout and going through depression. But these books have helped me understand not just resilience, but changing your perspective. We're all born with vision, with ability to see, but unless you have on the right glasses, you can't see the words or see the signs and how they're guiding you. Those two books, Hot Seat and not fade away Or the two books I would recommend it's to not only just change your professional life, but change your personal life. Because we as leaders, we bring ourselves to our companies. And I think it's important that you're constantly elevating and growing to help lead your team, to help lead your clients, and to make your world where you live, your community a better place.
1: Well, thank you for those recommendations. I haven't read either of those. I'm going to check them out. If you need... Links to those, those will be in the show notes at social.com slash podcast. Just look for this episode 257 with Jude Charles. Jude, please tell the audience where they can go to find out more about you.
0: Yeah, the best place to connect with me, I write about how to leverage the power of your story. And that is through my newsletter called the Dramatic Leverage Newsletter. You can find that at judecharles.co forward slash newsletter. And that's where I go really deep and behind the scenes of how other people are leveraging their stories to continue to grow their business And do the things that they love to do every single day
1: awesome jude charles thank you so much for joining us
0: thank you for having me darling it was definitely a great conversation and uh i love to geek out about storytelling (laughs) and we've been able to do that today thank you
1: all right cool beans okay so jude has really just reiterated what we've been telling you for quite a while and it's just getting worse (laughs) <laughs> video is where it's at. We've been telling you guys that from day one and everybody is just doubling down on video. Our clients that are using reels and using stories often are getting the most traction, getting the most followers, getting the most leads. We see it in the DMs when we reply on behalf of our clients. Those are the, the agencies, the designers, the firms that are, are getting the most traction. So don't be shy get out there, tell your story. And again, I mean, I feel like I'm beating a little bit of a dead horse. <laughs> One of those little miniature lip is stallions, not a, not a big dead horse. Tell your story. It's It may seem redundant and boring to you, but it's not to your the client who's looking to see how you work and who wants to hire you. And you don't need a whole bunch of fancy ass equipment. Just grab that cell phone, do a selfie. It, it's not a big deal it really isn't. And it's going to be so helpful for your bottom line. And don't think that you're going to post one video and then, you know, the floodgates are going to open, but just do a series of them. We recommend here at the agency to at least do four videos a month for at minimum, which comes out to one a week. And I'm not saying big, super, you know, productions with Ethel Merman swan diving into a pool with a with a cast of thousands. I'm, I'm just saying, get your cell phone and you're on a project and you're just doing behind the scenes, get a testimonial from your clients. Get, here you go, talking to the camera one day. I'm behind the scenes another day. I'm fluffing a pillow on the third day. Here's the video testimonial the fourth day. Just be consistent. And eventually I guarantee to you that this is going to pay off. All right, don't forget to join us on March 24th, 11am for our second in our Wingnut webinar series. Go to wingnutsocial.com slash webinar and we will see you next time. Remember, get out there, get uncomfortable and be great. After I get bombed by a World War II plane in the navy do, 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 live near a navy base My voice cracked like an old lady <laughs> All Right Good boy Mango